You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Kilver. Susie Hunt. And we have two very special guests joining us today. <gasps> are you pointing at me? I am pointing at you. My name is Corey Skrupa. Maybe you know me from such podcasts as Final Destination or Cabin Fever, both of which Maurice set out for because he doesn't seem to like me very much. <laughs> or maybe you know me from an insufferable little, po- insufferable little podcast called... So it's come to this, a Simpsons Family Podcast. And I brought a friend with me. Hi, everybody. It's Brian. <laughs> Brian Budnick, that is. What? Yeah. Who else would it be? I don't know. Some other Brian, I guess. Some <laughs> other Jamoke. <laughs> Jamoke. But yes, I am also here from... Uh, so it's come to this, a Simpsons family podcast. And also Cabin Fever. And also Cabin Fever. <laughs> and also Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what we World's do in the End, what we do in the shadow, World's End, and Rufus's yep. new friend. Yes, <laughs> so, and Rufus is now. This is the first of what is probably going to be many cat interruptions, because every time we do this in person, Rufus is like people. And also, are we that special anymore? Being on like four or five times, like <laughs> well, I feel like you know, we're just kind of old hat now. I think I th- you, you got to reach about twenty episodes okay. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got some ways to go then. before we become very special. Yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like a very, so then we would have to have a very right special now. Yeah, episode. right now you're yeah. just guest star. After it's very special guest. Yeah, all right. You're featuring. Featuring. Yes. featuring. Yes. Like at the lo- like on the love boat. Yes. Oh, the love boat. <laughs> okay, so now somebody needs to Photoshop the love the love boat little circles with our profile pictures on it. Like, you would be the captain. <laughs> captain Stooping. <laughs> oh lordy, we're already off the rails here. This is uh, episode one eighty seven. We're continuing our month of Wrong Place, Wrong Time movies with Wrong Turn Oh, from 2003. Uh, it's an hour and 23 minutes, directed by Rob Schmidt, who also did Crime and Punishment in Suburbia, <laughs> Masters of Horror, Right to Die, The Alphabet Killer, and Your Worst Nightmare, Wait, which is awful. I thought we were doing the new Wrong Turn. Oh, no, Maurice is out. Uh. <laughs> when you said Rob, Sh- I thought you were going to say Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a carrot. Uh, it would be a very different movie. It really would. It would I mean, like it would still be a horrific movie. It, yes, yes. Good thing he wasn't. In Deuce Bigelow, wrong turn. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow. I was singing The Animal. <laughs> oh, God. The Animal in West Virginia? <laughs> we kind of had that, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of still fits the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the hot chick. Oh, no, no. That's Corey's favorite. I love that oh. movie. I do, too. Oh, God. That's why we're best friends. Between that and white chicks. <laughs> okay, now white Making chicks. Making way downtown. <laughs> that movie is awful, but hilarious. My mom really likes that movie. What, white chicks? Yeah. That's, that's how you know. Oh, Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Hold my poodle, man. Hold my poodle. <laughs> Oh, lordy. But uh, we'll jump into the cast real quick. It's a pretty long cast here. 
We have Chris Flynn, played by Desmond Harrington, who was kind of having a moment in the early 2000s and then just kind of went to TV for a while. I, I yeah. tried to Google him. I'm like, don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. Oh, don't man. know what that is. He was, Dexter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was he in was, We Were Soldiers. He was in Ghost Ship. I was going to say Ghost um, There was like several like low-budget horror movies that he like popped up in for mm-hmm. a role. But yeah, he's in Law and Order, Rescue Me, The Dark Knight Rises, Dexter, yeah. The Neon Demon. Like Everyone's in Law and Order. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I got several on here that are in Law and Order. Because there's someone else in the cast who was also in Law and Order. A couple of them. <laughs> then we have uh, Jesse Burlingham, uh, played by Eliza. I'm going to say this wrong. Dushku. Dushku? Is that it? Yeah. I was like, I always say it wrong. I always want to say Dushku. Dush, no, it's Dushku. Dushku, like douche, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was in True Lies. Dushku, 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 Dushku. Jesus Christ. That actually scared me. <laughs> oh, God. But she was in True Lies, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Soul Survivors, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, and The Guild. Which, if you guys haven't watched The Guild, watch it. It's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, then we have Dollhouse. Tar- oh, I forgot about Dollhouse. I never did finish watching that. So did everyone else. Yeah, I was going to say. Because <laughs> I really loved, you know, Buffy and Angel, but I, I totally forgot about Dollhouse. Was you it Angel? It was one I liked Angel, yeah. uh, I enjoyed season, it. Right? Yeah, one season. Uh, well, at least We're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I've never finished Angel. There's like, but I didn't like Angel the character. I don't really care about Angel the character, but the show I liked. The show was uh, decent. Yeah. The show brought... Well, it was as good as Buffy. But the was, show yeah. brought the characters I didn't care about. Angel, Cordelia. Oh, I love Cordelia. <laughs> Come on. I, I Cordelia. Nah. Thanks, Maurice. <laughs> she was a jerk in the beginning. <laughs> she no, had her she redemption was a, arc. She was a real fucking bitch. Real. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer hour. <laughs> Maurice, tell us how you really feel. All <laughs> back. <laughs> Who's next on the cast list? Well, that would be Carly, played by Emanuela uh, Chikri. I don't know how to say that. Tricky. Chiriqui? Chiriqui? Listen, we're all trying. It's tricky, 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 tricky. <laughs> She's tricky to rock around the wrong turn. Um, she was in Detroit Rock City, 100 Girls, The Crow, Wicked Prayer, which I keep bringing up on this show. Because it needs to be seen. What was, movie? Wasn't the David Boreanaz in that one? That was David Boreanaz. Yes. He played the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had freaking Edward Furlong yes. as the crow, which is amazing. Yes. Before and, he got fat. Oh, my God. Did he get fat? He did. Oh, oh yeah. He's like, hey, guys, I'm the crow. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Ready? I have a ditty before we go on. Go for it. It's time to rock around, to rock around the cannibals. It's tricky. <laughs> tricky, 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 tricky. <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys do the crow, whatever. Oh, the yeah. The crow crap movie. Count me in. The, I, you know, as much, I, I would love to actually cover the, the, the real crow, like the first crow. Right. But I also really just want to get the Crow Wicked Prayer on here because it's fucking it's so, hilarious. And it's so bad. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dennis Hopper plays... He plays like this smack-talking, devil-worshipping pimp. And it, like when he resurrects the devil, like he's just like, Hey, it's the OG word! It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. And only the way that Dennis Hopper can. It's so fantastic. But then we have, uh, let's see, or I never even got into what she did other than Crow Wicked Prayer. Uh, Entourage, Super Troopers 2, and Superman and Lois is her most recent stuff. Uh, then we have Scott, played by Jeremy Sisto, who we've already seen on here in May. Uh, but she was in, she, yeah, he was in Clueless, Six Feet Under, Kidnapped, Law and Order, and FBI. Then we have, <laughs> <laughs> rolling with the homies. 
Uh, then we have with the cannibals. <laughs> Evan, played by Kevin Zeggers. He was in In the Mouth of Madness, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, Fear of the Dark, which is actually a really good uh, like PG-13 style horror movie. Um, Dawn of the Dead, the remake, Frozen, and Fear the Walking Dead. Not the cartoon. No. No, that's <laughs> the Adam Green that Frozen. No. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, Francine, played by Lindy Booth. She was in Relic Hunter, American Psycho 2, All-American Girl, which would be hilarious to get on here. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do a month of, like, unnecessary sequels. <laughs> like, Carrie to the Rage? I, yes. Like, oh my god. Okay, yeah, we, we're putting that on the list. Um, <laughs> but she was in, also in the Dawn of the Dead remake, uh, Cry Wolf, which I would love to get on here, Kick-Ass 2, and The Librarians. She was Brain Grape. Brain grape? In the librarians. She had her character. Oh, her character had a brain tumor that allowed her to actually visualize math. Oh, cool. And yeah. she called it her brain grape. Okay. See, I, I know Jess watched it. I never watched it. It's so good. It has no Wiley in it. <laughs> then we have we get to the, the cannibals here with uh, old three finger played by Julian Richings. Uh, he was a naked lunch mimic cube, which we will have on here one time. Um, I'm I'm trying to ignore what Susie's doing, but it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Let me give you the old, <laughs> take my strong hand. Um, yeah, he was in Urban Legend, Kingdom Hospital, uh, Skinwalkers, Dead Silence, Survival of the Dead, The Witch. We've seen him in a bunch of this stuff already. Supernatural. Supernatural, mm-hmm. Channel Zero, The Umbrella Academy, uh, Christmas Horror Story, which we also covered on this show. Like, if you ever want anyone creepy as fuck, mm-hmm. that's your guy. Exactly. That's who you call. He's, he's like, okay, so Doug Jones is the guy you put in costumes, Julian Richings is the guy you just kind of have stand there and throw yes. some makeup on him. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Sawtooth, played by Gary Robbins, who was in Humongous, Short Circuit 2, In the Mouth of Madness, The Twilight Zone, and Love Guru. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is really Austin Powers in India. Yeah, exactly. And I was just thinking, I'm like, wow, I've seen this guy a couple times because I recently watched Short Circuit 2 and In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, then finally we have One Eye, played by Ted Clark, who was in City of Shadows. <laughs> Happy Hell Night, Hercules, and Zena. I can't hear you talking to my good eye. The one eye. Of course, we're translating what the cannibals really are saying. Yeah, because they speak in their cannibal language. Yes. <laughs> they're West Virginian cannibals. Yes. They, yes. They have the West Virginia dialect. So, for some reason, it was a very long time since I've seen this movie, but... I kept thinking one of the cannibals was going to speak, like, the Queen's English or something. <laughs> Cheerio. Yes. And I'm like, Did, didn't that happen? Or is, was that, like, an insane fever dream I had? Now, now, good brothers. <laughs> let, us, let us prepare the girl. I'm going to make some scones out of her eyes. <laughs> oh, God. So for anyone who has not seen this and is wondering what the fuck we're talking about... <laughs> Um, this movie is, the basic premise is a bunch of people get lost in the West Virginia mountains and are hunted by three cannibals. Very basic. Feel a bit sore. Yeah. Okay. Can we start out? Who hasn't been there? (laughs) Oh, wow. Susie slowly raised her hand. Um, let me just say, Corey, that when we were younger, if you ever got dumped by someone... The last fucking place I would say let's go and get away for a weekend is West Virginia. I would never say, Corey, you know what? I'm sorry that that douchebag dumped you. Let's, you know what? Let's hit the road, go down to West Virginia. Did they say they were going to West Virginia or were they traveling through West Virginia? Yeah, they were. What's wrong with going down and seeing Mothman? (laughs) Nothing. Mothman. But that's in a different part of West Virginia. 
They, sure they were in Appalachia. Yeah. But that one kid, what's his face? Glasses? Evan? Evan. Yeah. Evan. So he actually said, I wanted to take her to, to, to New, New York, York City. And yeah. I'm like, that's a better option. Yeah. And who I'd be wants like, hey. dead first? <laughs> yeah. That's you know why? True. It's because they fucked that's, they fucked. They fucked. Very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Take the trousers out, boy. Don't be a sister. You so had to watch the deleted scenes to watch the rest of it. Yeah. Old oh, Three yeah. Fingers was like, all right, now you're dead. <laughs> I'm making obscene gestures. Although I thought, wasn't he more like this, like a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. like, like the claw boy yeah. from yeah. American Horror Story Freak Show. Exactly. Lobster boy. <laughs> Lobster. The claw boy. The claw boy. <laughs> he gives you the claw. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, it's our master. But no, like, he, they did say that, specifically, that she loved that outdoor stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to take her camping. Were they going camping out in the woods, or were they traveling through? Well, Who knows? She, she right. did look like a hippie, so. True. <laughs> and there, there was that scene where she throws her leg up on the, the fucking, like, embankment uh, bar that's there. And she just, like, leans forward like she's going to spit a loogie into the ravine. That's how you know she's outdoorsy. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't stop laughing for some reason. That that just like throw the leg up and like well, just look. I I started laughing. I'm just going to continue to believe that they wanted to take her camping in Appalachia <laughs> because they're horrible fucking friends. They wanted to introduce her to the inbred hillbillies. Well, I have to say, so kind of referring to what you were just talking about, you were talking about Jesse, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, oh, I'm going to throw my leg over and everything. Like yep. so, back in the day, I don't know why. And Corey has given me much shit for this. Oh, are you going to bring it up? Yes. Oh. I used to have a thing for Liza Dushku. Boo. Me too. Me I was just saying, like many of us in the early but 2000s. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. After I watched this movie, I noticed something. And I should have noticed this sooner. And I never really noticed it until this. But in every role she plays, she's always that, I'm the tough girl. And I don't take any shit from anyone. Because she's a vampire and slayer. And and just like, she has this weird stance, too, all yeah. the time. Where she's just kind of like standing there like, yeah, look at me. Her that's one her shoulder thing. is and up and turned yes, toward the camera. that's, it. that's yep. it. And and she had the perfect body type for like the, ver- the ultra low-rise pants. Yes. With like the fitted tank top yep. and perky boobs. And it was always a white tank top with a black bra. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I necessarily feel that same way that I used to about her. So, she has an age well in your mind? It doesn't have anything to do with what Corey has said to me over the years. Um, As you used to refer to her, Elijah Dujku. Yes, you did. I did. I'm just saying, Buffy was obviously the, the superior slayer. Faith was a piece of shit. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, I'll agree with those characters, yes. I, I definitely liked Buffy more. Um, but as far as finding them attractive, uh, Young Mike definitely found Faith more attractive. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. Um, Although for me it was, um, who was the the blonde vampire? Spike? No, not Spike. <laughs> I mean, that's my mind. Which I was like, I mean, I'll give it to you. No, the, the female, I think she was with Spike. No, that's no. Drusilla. Drusilla. Oh, she had yeah. dark No, there hair. was Drusilla and there was one other one, but she was blonde. Oh, yeah. Buffy, Buffy no. and Spike were together. The chick from, that was in Adam's family that became a vampire. You're thinking about Emma Caulfield, right? I don't remember what her name is. Well, my we, hands are, my we hands just are... saw her in Hatchet. <laughs> we were just talking about this. Emma Caulfield. Is yeah. It? Isn't it? That, I think that's her yeah, name. Yeah, I believe so. 
Like, you literally said just last like, <laughs> well, the other week. I can't look at her boobs now because she was in yes, our family. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Susie was looking I at me like say. I did. No, once you said I can't look at her boobs. <laughs> I just, the look you gave me before I said that was like I grew a second head. You were like, the fuck you talking about, boy? The fuck? <laughs> Let me consult the I was always into Alison Hannigan. Yes. Is it because she stuck yes. the flute in her pussy? That was before. <laughs> and this was before the that flute. Was before in her that, pussy because of that one time at band camp. No, this this was before the band camp. <laughs> no, I totally agree with I, you on that one. I, that I, always was, had, I don't know. I was no, Willow. So Willow hot. was the one I had a crush on from the beginning. No, it was not Emma Caulfield. Hold on, I'm looking. <laughs> Brian's consulting the bones. I am. It's <laughs> only another blonde I can think. Darla. Of. Darla. Oh, I forgot oh, about her. That's who Darla. I liked back in the day was Darla. Wow, I forgot all about her. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched I this. Why stuff. the fuck are we talking about Buffy? I don't know. Because <laughs> there's a, a well, Buffy alumni in this. <laughs> uh, Julie Benz is her Julie Benz, yes. Let me see her picture. <laughs> the queen of B-movies. Yeah, I gotta see the picture as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was in every B-movie yep. made after that. Including the Seinfeld B-movie? No, no. Oh, God. Guys, we are like almost 20 minutes in. Yeah. We barely talked about the... the This is what happens when you invite us on. If you listen to our podcast, it takes us forever to actually get into the episode. And our friend Patrick, who does it with us, always says, somewhere there's a Simpsons podcast in this. It's like, the reel it back, reel it back. So I apologize. But no, no, this is this is this is good. Almost every podcast I, I have listened to has something like that, where right. you got the one guy that'll reel it back in. <laughs> I'm trying to. I was like, next on our cast. <laughs> right. Well, we, we finished the cast. We're yeah. done with him. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm giving an example. Can we also talk about how it was, like, how many mosquitoes must have been out there, and and brain oh, grapes God. like take your pants off, boy. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not. Let's be fair. They all looked like they were in their early 20s. And back then, I'm pretty sure we can all agree. You're trying to get it on. You're not thinking about it. It didn't matter yeah. where you were. All if right, there was okay. no okay. like, all right, no adults are around. No one else is looking. All right, let's go. Like, Except for all three fingers. You were, you were even <laughs> the second one, not even so much. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. No, you, were, you were about the mosquito bites after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, next time we do that, we should probably be in the car. Yeah. Of... And then um, she's like r- rifling through his stuff. Yeah. Let, let's let's bring let's bring it back a minute. Yeah. Why was he racing? Like why what was he getting to? Okay, so we have a job we, interview. The, yes, char- the character job of interview. Chris. He he's heading down, you know, through Appalachia. Mustang to- Sammy, I like to call him. <laughs> Mustang Sammy, yes. <laughs> and there's a uh there's an accident on the throughway and it's gonna like back up traffic for several hours. And he's got to be at this place by, what was it, Riley or Rowley or whatatever he was yeah. saying? I, I got to be there by Rowley. seven. Yeah. You know, and uh, it so. It was he, like a chemical spill or something. Yeah. So because he. Because Bizarro Glenn Howerton told him it was a chemical spill. <laughs> I, is That's the first person I thought of when I saw him. I'm like, oh, that's Glenn Howerton if he left, let himself go. I did love what he said to him, though. He's like, yeah, you just get back in your car <laughs> yeah. and look at yourself for a hundred times in the mirror. <laughs> Fix your hair a couple more times. <laughs> And he's like, okay. And he just walked away. But so he goes to that little off-the-road fucking gas station with the dude that has three teeth in his whole head drinking Pepto-Bismol. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Toothless Joe, as I like to call yes. him. He was just <laughs> chugging Pepto. <laughs> so, and he's looking, he asked him if he could use his phone, and it, of course it's out. And uh, he looks at the map and sees a dirt road, or he sees a dotted line that goes by the highway. 
And he goes, why is this line dotted? And he's like, oh, it's a dirt road. And he's like, does it go? It's a dirt road. Yeah, it's a dirt road through his three teeth. Um, but he, he basically finds out that it goes where he needs to go. And he's like, if you say so, boy. <laughs> so he gets in his car and he takes off. And he's like, you're going to be needing help. <laughs> I love how he's like, the payphone doesn't work. Do you have a phone inside? You're calling long distance. I think anywhere from here is long distance. You sashing me, boy? (laughs) As the Pepto Bismol spits out. Yeah, it was like the two drops of Pepto on his chest. I was like, ah, gross. Okay, so now, all right, that refreshed my memory. So, so then, yeah, he take he's he's traveling the dirt road. But doesn't he know the name of the movie that he is in? Apparently, don't take that turn. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, my agent brought me here. I don't know. What am I doing? And how does he not? Like he was distracted, but he did not see a Land Rover. Yeah, I got this. Is I had right in my notes. I had the problem with how the fuck didn't he see it? He no, no, no. He was distracted by a CD first because we get the the fake out. Mm-hmm. He drops the CD and he's he's reaching for it. And he's looking up and reaching for and it. Cars like veering, swerving, and he puts the CD back in. And everything's fine. And then he sees a deer carcass on the side of the road. He's like, "Well, look at that!" And just <laughs> crashes into a fucking car that was ten feet ahead of him. Right. right. So how did he not see it? Then, thank you. She also. He was like Ethan Embry. He was stoned the whole time. And- <laughs> <laughs> Shane watched this entire movie with me, and at Good that part, him. he's like, yeah. I thought, I thought they said that the spike tracks and... Well, that was what got the other pastor out. Yeah, it was all wrapped yeah. around their tires oh, okay. and Yeah. So. Shane goes, you know, I don't think they realize radios don't work like that. It doesn't go all staticky when the CD spits out. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was weird, too. I was yeah. like, because he listened to the radio, and he was fumbling with a CD. I'm like, that's not a thing that yeah. works. That's that's one of those movie things where it's like, oh, uh, put noise here. Yeah. I looked at him and I said, movie's got a movie. And he was like, you don't really want me to talk much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I liked the very beginning with those two randos. Oh, rock the rock climbing. Rock climbing is extreme. That's why I don't rock climb, guys. And that's the only reason. Yes, that's, that's it. I could. I choose not yes, to. How the fuck could. did that chick survive the fall? And also him going, don't worry, I've got the rope. I was like... Ron Howard narration. He did not have the rope. <laughs> <laughs> so my part with this whole thing is, so they climb up, mm-hmm. or he climbs, <laughs> Rich climbs up. Right. And his name they was Rich? Sh- yes, his yep. name was Rich. Rich and Carly. What? I thought if you would have said Amanda, I, 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 I would have I would have thrown my mic know, down right? and walked out. <laughs> Rich and, and Amanda so, are Brian's brother and sister-in-law. Yes. So Rich gets to the top, and then they show the view of what he's looking out at. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so beautiful. That pl- that pond was so disgusting and gross. I'm like, this is not a beautiful view that you just like walked into. And then I noticed later in the movie when they're up in the tower, yeah, and they try to look out, they're all standing in the way. Yeah, like you can't see what they're seeing. They were looking at a beautiful matte painting. <laughs> but you couldn't even see it because they're in the way of the shot. I was like, if you want to show me the landscape, show me the fucking landscape. Well, you see the matte painting when they're climbing up the ladder and you can tell, yes. like, that is a really bad matte painting yes. right behind them. And I, I have many thoughts about that tower, but I'll hold off oh, a little bit. Yeah. Ugh. Well, like, okay, so he hits he hits the Land Rover, like you said. Now, that's in the middle of the road because they ran over some razor wire that's all wrapped around their freaking axle. It's and my mom's car! <laughs> I do like Scott, though, because he's like, oh, buddy, are you okay? Oh, my God. And he's like, don't worry, I'll pay for the damage. He's like, oh, no, no, are you all right? Oh, you ruined my bike. Okay, you ruined my bike. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the way he said that. Shane goes, 
you know, I fucking hate Jeremy Sisto. And I said, why? Because no. his character was an asshole and clueless. He goes, no, just his stupid face <laughs> and his stupid voice. Okay. I did not know this because, as I said, very long time since I've seen it. Jeremy Sisto, another one of my crushes in the 90s. I loved, I loved Elton. You know I loved assholes. And Elton was a very big asshole. He was, a, he was an asshole in May as well. So yeah. when I saw this, I went, oh my God, what are the odds? <laughs> He he did have I I did like his death scene. He had a good death scene. Yeah. Um, I will say the death scenes in this were actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like almost every one, I was like, that was actually pretty good. Like even the the hiker or the the climber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know her death scene with the you know the trip wire mm-hmm. and, and then and get yanked like, back off screen. Yeah. I was like. Okay. And like, there were some really good ones. Like, I thought. Well, when sure. Fodder One and Fodder Two get killed right in the beginning, uh, Evan and Francine, when they, when I mean, Evan just gets killed off camera. We just see his ear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then when Francine is like, "Oh my god, an ear!" Then she gets fucking razor wire yeah. in her yeah. mouth. Yes. And he picks her up yes. with it. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Right. Like, well, the best death is the X to the mouth. Yep. Yes. Oh, that's that so finally good. shut that dumb bitch up. <laughs> okay, and we got body just, falling. And yeah, just sitting off. We got to so. talk about Carly for a minute. Like after yes. after fucking uh, Jeremy Sisto, whatever his name is, after Scott dies, she just goes crazy. Yeah. She loses her fucking... She goes from completely normal to, we're all gonna die here. Just, like, fucking nutter butters. She looked... Well, okay, yeah, I guess she was normal for her type of person. Well. At the beginning of the movie. <laughs> okay. like, so, Corey tried to say this, too, when we were watching it. And I was like, okay. I'm glad put you yourself said in this person's shoes. I believe that also. And the trauma of just seeing what just happened your, to your, your fiancé. Yeah. And, like, I mean, who knows how long they've been together, but they've definitely been in a committed relationship for a while. And they seem to actually like each other. Right. So I was like, I I almost don't see a problem with the way that she was reacting. Yes, it was probably a little much. That's where I'm coming from. But I can totally understand. And I actually felt with this movie, like, I mean, we'll get into our feelings, I'm sure, a little bit later. But I felt with this movie, like, a lot of it was, I'm not going to say smart. Mm Mm-hmm. But it like they, they clearly <laughs> they, they they thought some things through and they didn't like hit you with the exact trope of exactly what was going to happen. Right. They kind of kept you guessing and like some of the characters' actions actually made sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you were in that situation, maybe that is how you would react. I mean, granted, there was definitely many things that I questioned. Yeah, see, my but, thing with the 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 trauma. While I totally understand the trauma, it's like you're still in the middle of a life or death situation. Sure. Wouldn't. Like, wouldn't your survival mechanisms right. kick in and be well, like... Flight or flight, too. True, so but that's why I'm saying, like, flight, she... You know? But, well, I don't... But that's the thing. She would be trying to get away. Mm-hmm. Instead, she was just like, oh, I just give up. Toast, yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't... And anytime I see that in a horror movie, I, I don't believe it fully. Because I feel like... <laughs> Susie's got her hand raised. I feel like, you know, when... I have been put in situations where it was like, I'm terrified. It's react and get the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not... Oh shit, I don't like this. Well, I guess it's over now. You know, it's like, I feel like there would be some bit of, of survival mechanics kicking in. Right. Um, but what were you going to say, Susie? She's just a real dumb fucking bitch. I mean, that, yeah. that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> but I guess with her, too, it wasn't consistent. Yeah. Like, there was parts where she was like that, and then there was other parts she was totally on board yep. and doing what she had to do to try to escape and things like that. So I guess. And I can it's can like, anybody hear me? 
Well, and that was the thing, though. Once they finally got to a point where it's like, okay, we've we've eluded the cannibals, we found this ranger tower, and it's like they they have hope. Like, hey, here's medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a radio. And then she's sitting there looking out the window, like, we're all gonna die here. Like, dude, you finally have some right. hope. Like, right. you know, so. I don't know. She she irked me. She can <laughs> live if living is without Elton. <laughs> I will say this. I love the character of Scott, but I cannot and I will not get over that stupid sunflower necklace. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> I don't care if it was 2003. What was wardrobe thinking? <laughs> And so, I love sunflowers, and I hated that. <laughs> oh, I was I, his whole getup. <laughs> Speaking of necklaces, yes, I fast forwarded through the credits because it was YouTube, and I just wanted it to be fully mm-hmm. done. That credit sequence at the beginning was so fucking long. Yeah, no, there was there were still credits yeah. at the end. Yeah. Well, that too, but yeah, it said something to the effect of "necklace designed for Miss Dushku by," and Shane's like, "Was she wearing a necklace?" I don't remember wearing I a necklace. I don't at all. remember the necklace. Yeah, nobody remembers the necklace. So where <laughs> we all remember Scott's necklace. What's yeah. it supposed to say for Mr. Sisto? <laughs> I must call them Mr. Sisko. Fong. Fong designed specially for Mr. Sisko. Bye. So we now, remember Francine's necklace too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a necklace. <laughs> she put it on wrong. Yes. Um, You're not supposed to put it through your mouth. <laughs> Not the kind of necklace I was thinking you were going for, but... No, it was too fast right. for me. <laughs> Thank was, you, Mike. That, that was off camera. <laughs> Thank <laughs> we, you, Mike. That's, that's why she was wearing a white bra. As yes. Maurice said, that was in the deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like, so we got we got to discuss what happens here. Like, the after the car accident, we leave Evan and Francine behind. Like I said, fodder one, fodder two, they get killed. The rest of them go off looking for help. Eventually, they find a creepy fucking Leatherface cabin in the woods with, mm-hmm. like, a car graveyard all around it. And they're like, let's go in. Let's yeah. go in. They look like they can help us. There has to be a phone there. Hello? <laughs> and then fucking dumbass bitch is like, I really gotta pee. But now here's the thing. You said there's gotta be a phone there. Like, I, I this is where I, I'm totally in agreement here. Why would they think that? Right. There are no phone lines anywhere. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why would this weird cabin out in the fucking mountains have a working phone? Especially in early 2000s. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, nowadays, maybe they got something. None of their cell but, phones worked. So right. it's like, right. why the fuck would... Yeah, no. Which, this part of the movie brought to you by Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> Those things were tanks. Yeah. It brings it out, doesn't work. So they go, in the, they go into the cabin, and they're searching around, and, oh, we got... Look at these people. They're so self-sufficient. Look at this. Pickled this and pickled that. And then... Nice Tupperware container. Yeah, nice Tupperware container. (laughs) Oh, look. They saved all their baby teeth. (laughs) And their baby dentures. (laughs) I really really need you to find me a bathroom. And you know what? Found the bathroom. It was like the worst toilet in all of Scotland. Not that bad. No. I did make a comment there. (laughs) It was like the worst toilet. toilet in all of Scotland. And then that poor dumb bitch never peed. She never she peed. She didn't, did she? Oh, yeah. No. She peed, she peed down her leg. Yeah. <laughs> she was wearing white pants, though. You would have seen it. True. That's true. Yeah. Maybe she stole a pair of jogging pants from the piles of clothes in that house. Well, there this was a. About my size. There was an extended deleted scene. It was about three minutes of her mm. peeing. <laughs> Before they escaped, she's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Okay, oh. we can go. <laughs> maybe once they start, when, maybe once they all fell asleep. 
she popped a squat and peed on the floor because that was probably cleaner than yeah. the toilet. Well, remember she didn't get she didn't get to go to sleep because it was uh, the no, last. No, no, not them. Oh, the you mean the, oh the cannibals because they gotcha. were hiding in the bathroom. That's right. Well, that, that was the other thing. So she goes in the fucking bathroom. Like I love how oblivious these fucking people are. We've talked about this countless times on this show. No one has peripheral vision in horror movies. Yeah. Like they walk into this fucking cabin. There's the there's everything from the questionable meat stew with like <laughs> oh look is that a femur in the, in the pot? Is that hair? <laughs> there's and, like fetuses in jars. And then there was a tiara that she picks up and looks at, and I put down. Don't judge them, Eliza. The lilies <laughs> like to be pretty, too. <laughs> that was totally three fingers, Tiara. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> they see all these bladed implements. They, they find all this crazy shit. Piles of clothes, piles of cell phones, piles of car keys. And they're like, well, gee, that is like the garage sale from hell. Then they find the bucket of razor wire. And they're like, oh, no, there's a problem. Like, you didn't Gadzooks. know that prior to that? Not just that. Gadzooks is right. Because then dumbass bitches in the bathroom. And she turns around. I'm sorry, you there's walked in. a body. In, you didn't fucking see a body in, like, a, a blood tub? A blood <laughs> Although, maybe they were collecting the teeth for the tooth fairy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. darkness falls. Was that in West she, Virginia? She's their mama. Was not. <laughs> no, there's, so we see the hand literally hanging out of the tub. Right. Like, she walked in facing the tub. Right. She looks around. She finds the jar of teeth, the jar of dentures. <laughs> then looks at the fly toilet where there's the flies all over. Then finally turns around like, oh no, there's a body in the <laughs> first tub. She, first, when she walks in, though, she smooths her hair in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so while they're they're freaking out, we hear the, the truck come pulling up. Tomater. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what she said. Towing both vehicles at once. Yep. And then they're like, there's a back door. Let's go. They open the back door and it's boarded up. They're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so they have no choice but to hide out. So while they're hiding in the cabin... Cannibals come in and drop their dead friend in front of them. Now, that sequence, I will admit, the first time I watched it was intense. Yeah. You know, they're hiding under the bed. The the whole thing in the cabin was very tense and very, you know, gave you a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. I I will say I thought they did well with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the first horror movies I can remember uh, doing something like that, where Mm -hmm. it was like... Because we've seen it a lot of times since then where people are hiding and, like, the killer almost finds them. Right. Or, like, right. the killer knows they're there and pretends like they don't know they're there. Or, you like, know. the blood as yeah, it's trickling, trickling towards them. Uh, and they're, and like, it's just, like, kind of inching away. Why, why, why yeah. would you care? I know. At, At that, that point, point no. Like, you just don't fucking move. Yeah. Just be quiet. Don't move. It's, I mean, <laughs> the thought is getting very right now. <laughs> you know, These, Toothless fox chasing you. Know, like, you know, worried about a little bit of blood saw tooth and, and three fingers. So I asked Shane, I go, how, did, how is it that these that these inbred fucks know how to drive? And Shane's like, it's an ancient oh custom passed down from generation to okay. generation. Okay. <laughs> People like that are driving at like seven. Okay. We, we truly so going are related. That, going along with that. Corey says to me, how do they get their driver's license? <laughs> and I said, you really think... They, they got driver's license. Standard ID. <laughs> yes. No. They, they went to the DMV. They posed. You know, they got the picture. <laughs> Sawtooth is fixing his four hairs. <laughs> yeah, she was very concerned about that. Like, how did they learn to drive? Did they get a driver's license? And I just looked at her. I can guarantee you, they learned when they were like They went seven. to a driving yes. school. <laughs> <laughs> they all took the safety course. <laughs> 
five-hour class. Yes. Yeah, right. Discounts on insurance. We took it online. <laughs> With the, the stolen computer thing. Yeah. Yes. The, the teacher was, you know, speaking in English and then looked at them and was like, oh, 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 oh. It was this instructor's last day. He was like, fuck it, you all pass. <laughs> and then Three Fingers was like, hee 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 Okay, I will Shane say that. Shane said it sounded like a cheetah. That fucking laugh, that gig, oh, I didn't no. like that. I didn't like that either. <laughs> no, no, no. And to this day, Jessica is terrified of that thing he does in the tree where he's like, yeah. like pointing yeah. it up. She's like, nope, nope, I don't like it. <laughs> so I will say the one thing that bothered me, probably, maybe not the most, but bothered me a lot in this movie. His CD wallet was so small. <laughs> I was like, who has a CD wallet with like five CDs in it? I know, especially like, when you're going on a road guy? trip. Yes, yeah, what's, what's wrong with this That guy? didn't bug me as much as when they jumped out of the, the, the treehouse or the whatever. The, oh, the ranger the, the, tower? Ra- uh, radio tower. Oh, and they, nobody got hurt, even though Eliza now, just flew well, like... She would have broken all oh, her absolutely. fucking yeah. legs. Yeah. She fucking power bombed on it. Like her elbow was out yes. and everything. I know she did the Macho Man. She did the elbow <laughs> drop on. But yeah, she, she would have broken not... every rib. Right. She, yeah. she got snapped be... into I w- a slim. I want to say she'd be dead. Oh, but she no. would not be able to move. No. Well, and did you see how she caught? Like she hit it. And she, like, flipped around at, like, yeah. fucking Crouching Tiger, Hidden right. Dragon. Yes. And, like, held on to that tree upside down. It's like, yeah, no, mm. you would have died. Now, I do got to say, though, the, the girl that everyone hates, Carly, mm-hmm. she did separate her shoulder during that scene. And you can hear it. Yeah. That, that is in the she trivia. Really did she she did injure her herself pretty bad. And so, but she kept going. She kept so. on going. But Eliza Dushku would have broken Yes. Oh, at yeah. least, at least, at least one rib. One. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chris, he would have been jacked up too. Because, like, oh, yeah. first of all, at this point, we're, we'll, we'll go back to it. But he's already shot in the leg, so he's yes. gimping right. around. Right. And he just and the bullet's still in there. Yeah. Guys, don't worry. He's a doctor. Yeah, he can just pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> Which that was a humble brag when he's talking about the animal. Yeah. He's like, I'm a doctor, and they're like, Oh. oh <laughs> well, in medical school, they make us practice on yes. animals first. Trust me, it's cadavers. <laughs> But no, like when he jumps out of the fucking uh, tower and he lands in the tree, like he he like fucking belly flops on that tree, right. like he would have been done. Well, I'm not, I'm no doctor, but <laughs> I've never been shot in the back of the leg. But I'm pretty sure you would not be able to jump. Yeah, I was just gonna right. say how, how could especially after effort. that much time has right. passed, like yeah. it's yeah. been twelve hours, maybe more. Yeah, and it's like, and he's just got a little bit of a limp. Yeah. And then the next morning, okay, so they're sleeping behind the waterfall, like, in the fucking Blue Lagoon. (laughs) And he wakes up and they start walking. He's barely limping. And Shane's like, well, you know, if I was in that situation... I'd walk it off too, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, he was bandaged up at that point. It it must have been holy water that they were. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would have been crawling and crying. He's just glad that they didn't kiss behind the waterfall. Yeah. Because he hates in movies, like, when I'm watching a horror movie, and he's like, why do they always got to put a fucking romance in it? I'm actually with him on that. Like, I hate the shoehorned romance, Mm -hmm. Mm because there was nothing about either of those characters that said love story. So I'm I'm glad that wasn't in there. Right. Right. Like, in The Cell, we said the same thing. It was hinted, though. It was it was hinted, but I, I think that was more like with. the trauma bond. Yeah, we're, we might die, like a cabin fever well, moment. But then she starts <laughs> going into the whole thing about losing her boyfriend, right. and everything, and then he's kind of like, "Oh, that's okay," and he kind of like puts his arm yeah. around her. He's like, "Well, it's hard to find love." Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, move on. Now more with the cannibals. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so wait, here's my one example. When I was talking, like some of the things that they did that were kind of like quote unquote smart. Mm-hmm. So before they went into the house, right. 
and Chris is talking to them, and they're or they're just they're trying to discourage Chris from going in the house. I think it was um, Jeremy Sisto. Yeah, he was like, "You don't want to do this." Elton. And he goes, Call him "He goes, Elton. we're in West Virginia." Did you ever see Deliverance? Yeah. Or read those Newsweek articles? <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, he's like the voice of reason, which obviously didn't help because he went in anyway. Right. But I was like, still like, I kind of gave the movie a little bit of credit for mm-hmm. doing something like that and not just being like, you know, like that Geico commercial. The, <laughs> let's hide behind the, the chainsaws. Yeah. yeah. The, the guy that's trying to chase after them and like, oh, let's oh, go yeah, to the graveyard. He was, he was talking about Doomsday <laughs> yes. peppers being yes. in West Virginia <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yep. And that's, I mean, I always appreciate that when they do put that in a movie, because mm-hmm. so many times, especially in the 80s, like, we were plagued with, the, oh, look at the creepy old house, let's go in. Right. Like, there was, it wasn't until, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, we started getting characters that were kind of aware of the horror. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like, that whole sequence in the cabin is terrifying. Yes. They're, they're trapped in there. They did they very to, well with that. They have to wait for the hillbillies to pass out from a long day of hillbillying. Um, That's a moonshine. <laughs> so they're all passed out and snoring in the middle of the day, and they slowly sneak out, and when they get to the fucking front door, they got the creaky screen door. The spring. And oh my the god, spring. and Chris grabs the spring and has to hold it as they're all open. You can see it like cutting his hand. Yeah. Shane had a problem with that as well. He goes, this is so unrealistic. Shane. <laughs> because he goes... Opening the screen isn't going to cut his hand mm-hmm. because the spring is expanding. Opening, right. mm-hmm. yeah. He goes, what's going to cut his hand is closing it. Which is exactly what happened. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it opened and, it wasn't, he, and he was holding it and then when it started to close before the next person came oh, in. Yeah. And then they kind of held it there yeah. because the, the guy that's started right, to move that's around. Right. Yeah, well, because like, and they were like, come on, come on. He's like, because at that point it was holding his hand. So mm-hmm. he had to like let get her to let go so he could move his hand off and then... You know, get out. But yeah, when he goes to to get out and he looks and fucking Sawtooth is like, I see you with my good eye. <laughs> you know, they fucking take off running and them hillbillies spring into action quick. Yeah, they are spry. <laughs> well, it's like they're the 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 group is halfway up the hill and you see all three of the hillbillies come running out with their gear and all fucking three fingers like <laughs> just giggling away. So now here's my question with that. So they clearly saw. That these three hillbillies get into a truck, mm-hmm. and they're they're in the woods where this truck can't go. Right, and then they're like, "Let's get to an open clearing and just hang out here. Everything will be fine." Right, and then here comes the truck. It's like you idiots, stay in the woods. They're in their truck. Now right. if they ran after you. I can understand that. Exactly, they're in the truck. I have an answer for you. Okay, <laughs> movies got a movie. I was gonna say. <laughs> But yeah, when they find the, the car graveyard, like that's one of the most chilling things. Yeah, because there's the baby doll. Yep, and there's so many cars. And I'm like, oh no, that means they ate kids. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. but well, capitalistic hillbillies don't have a code of honor. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. uh, I have an argument. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did he let it, the kids it, go? It may have been an adult with a doll. I have been to. The Transformers animated movie. This is true. Where the guy and girl next to me, he was with his girl, had toys with him, and this was a full-grown adult. I thought you were going to say that you have been known to carry a doll. (laughs) I've been also known to carry a doll. In the glove box. I mean, to be fair, when I first saw Revenge of the Sith in the theater, I went with Jay, and he pulled out a fucking stormtrooper from his pocket and put him on 
the railing in front of us. And I was like, why did you have a stormtrooper? He's like, he gonna watch the movie too. Oh. <laughs> like, so. You met Jay on Sunday. Jay yes. and Don. Yeah. Yes. yes. Wait, you have a friend named Jay? Yep. yep. And you're essentially Silent Bob. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm just blown. Although I'm never silent, so it's more like the real yes. Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's true. I talk way too much. Um, but, oh, go ahead. Also, Carl. when, uh, I don't remember what character asked this, but they're like, how do they get away with this? And I'm like, Backwoods, West Virginia. It was Jess. <laughs> That that. Yep. I actually have that right here. <laughs> Backwoods, West Virginia is out. And that's the thing. Like, There actually is a family, and I know I'm, I, I'm not... The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Isn't well, that... It's not, it's, oh, no, it's no, no. Particular, no, particular I know family, what you're talking about. Yes. family. They are part of um, the guy who did the documentary... Yeah, no, they're... Keep talking, I'm going to I was going to say, up. but that's what I'm saying, is that's a thing, like, where people just live up in the mountains and right. just cut off from society. Right, and this family, this family are not comprised of cannibals, and no. actually their neighbors across Allegedly. the street are very <laughs> protective of them, mm-hmm. where when the filmmaker initially came right. to interview them, they threatened the, the crew with shotguns. Really? Oh. Yeah. Which is actually something uh, played up a little bit in Wrong Turn 2, Dead End. Okay, the channel is soft, white, underbelly. Insane amount of wrong turns, also. There are a total of six wrong turns and one remix. So seven total movies in the franchise. I have seen all of them. Um, We discussed this a little bit off the air. Me and Susie were talking. Part six is you can't find it. It got pulled. Um, It's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Like I watched it when it first came out. YouTube. I think I saw it yesterday. There might be a cut on YouTube, but the reason it got pulled, there's no legal means to get it is because they bought a bunch of photos at an estate sale and did prop dressing. And one of the missing persons that was killed by the cannibal family was actually a woman who who died and the family sued. So, because, like, it's prominently featured. And they're just like, that's grandma. You know, and it's like, oh, "Oh, shit. That's not good. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong. The movie is garbage. It's like 90% sex, like 10% cannibal hillbillies. Um, well, and this was the only one to get a theatrical release, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I will say, up to part six, they're worth watching. Um, part, I saw Rollins was in part two. Part two is actually a lot of fun. Part it, The timelines do not make any fucking sense whatsoever, <laughs> because part two takes place after this one, but uh, it's Sawtooth... Okay, it's supposed to be Three Finger, but it looks like Sawtooth is the only one alive, and he's got a family now. Oh. And there's a baby cannibal that gets born in that movie that's oh. named Three Toe. <laughs> um, at the end, it's just Three Finger and Three Toes that survives. And then you get to Wrong Turn 3, and it's Three Finger now looking like Three Finger instead of Sawtooth, uh, who's bringing up Three Toe. And there's a prison bus that gets, you know, that they trap with the razor mm-hmm. wire and all that. And it's basically a bunch of prisoners and cops trying to fend off against these two cannibals. It's interesting enough. Uh, the fourth one is a prequel all about how the Cannibal Hillbilly kids come to be. But here's the problem with it. It goes up until, like, it takes place 29 years in the past. Mm-hmm. And then it goes right up into 2003, which is the year that this movie is supposed to take right. place. Mm-hmm. And they were trapped in, like, an asylum up to... So it's like... So wait a second. So, like a month later, they had a shack in the woods with a fuckload of cars. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did that work? But it is interesting seeing them as kids and mm-hmm. how they murder all the people in the asylum. 
Um, it also has some really funny deaths. Like there's a there's a scene at the end. I don't want to ruin it, but there's a scene at the end that uh, there's a death that I was laughing my ass off. Um, and then the fifth one has freaking um, Pinhead. What's uh, Doug Bradley? Mm-hmm. Doug Bradley is one of the crazy redneck hillbillies, um, oh. but he looks normal. Okay. And it's like this party in a small West Virginia town, and the cannibals descend on the party and kill everybody. Oh my God. Um, also really good. <laughs> the remake, it's good enough, but it ain't wrong turn. Right. You know, I don't know if you, have you guys seen the remake? Mm-mm. No. But I. It's worth a watch. I read about the remake, and I'm like, okay, because at first I'm like, is this a shot for shot again? No, no it, it has nothing. It sounds very did it, go like, did it go like straight to like TV? Did it? It was, it came, came out during COVID. It was supposed to come out um, in theaters, but it was oh, that, that okay. early release. It was like, well, put it out on streaming because right. no theaters are doing anything. And I remember renting it when it first came out, and I, I wasn't disappointed with it, but it had nothing to do with these movies. It's mm-hmm. like this, it almost reminded me more of The Village. Because right. it's like this secret society cut off from the rest of the mm-hmm. world, just kind of living their lives, and then these people fuck that up. So oh, wait, now, maybe I did watch it. It's it's pretty I good. Think I did watch it. It's they got some brutal kills in that. I, I will give mm-hmm. it that. There's some. Well, they weren't killing all the people. They did some brutal stuff to people and then left mm-hmm. them. Um, but it's it's interesting, and I loved the way it ended. The ending had it was one of those things where I I thought oh it's going to end here, and then mm-hmm. it keeps going as the credits are rolling. And what happens during that, I fucking lost it. Like, it's wonderfully hilarious. Hmm. So The family is called the Whitakers. The Whitakers. That, that's right, because in the, in the Wrong Turn sequels, <laughs> they take a little cue from that. They're not the Whitakers, they're the Hillikers. Yeah. So, and which also sounds like Hillikers. This is Ray. <laughs> and he barks The barking like guy, dog. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole documentary with these the, guys. This is the follow-up. There's oh, two. okay. This is the follow-up one, so you should watch that one as yeah, well. Yeah, no, I, I found it interesting. Actually, right. the channel that the guy has, it's called Soft White Underbelly, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of, like, interviews. Like, um, there's one, like, a pimp and his prostitute. Um, oh, like Hookers at the Point on HBO. <laughs> no, it's not like that. <laughs> um, but, like, a, like a meth addict, mm-hmm. homeless people, and it's it's... Homeless it's not ex- yeah. <laughs> it's not exploitative at all. Right. What were you going to say, Morgan? So speaking of kills, because you were on that, yes. what's everyone's favorite kill? Oh, from, from this movie? Oh, the hatchet. The hatchet. Yeah. 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 Shut that Although, fucking bitch up. Francine's? Yeah, Francine's was really good, too. That yeah. was good. That yeah. was a kill I had to, like, look away from. Yeah. I was Although, like, oh, no. You know what? As much as I love the hatchet one, and, I, and it really is good, like, that is... That's like one of those moments that when this movie came out, I remember everyone talking about because it was just something we hadn't seen before. Right. I think I got to give it to the cop, the first cop. Oh yeah. Killed. Oh. <laughs> like, come on, who are you talking about? Who died? Arrow to the eye. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was very unexpected. Yeah. And when I was watching it this time around, I couldn't help myself. I just yelled, "Arrowed!" <laughs> <laughs> so and then that was Sawtooth, right? Yeah. Saw, Sawtooth had, so, uh, and then the other dude, uh, one eye had the shotgun. Yeah, so I was referring to him as back with Legolas. <laughs> you cannot, like, deny his accuracy. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Every time a shot did not land where it was supposed to be, I told Shane, I was like, that is definite bullshit, because he is a very good shot. Or it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think he was corralling. 
He was like, hi, run that way, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's Yeah, true. And, and if you look, when he shot Scott, like, all three of them were almost in the exact same yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. It was like Robin Hood men in tights. Yep. <laughs> well, it was like that, that last one pushed its way all the way yes. through. Can you imagine? the forest looking for prey. Can you imagine the three of them in, like, a parody of oh Robin God. Hood men in tights? <laughs> <laughs> Except it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Who would who would play a chew or a sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> the old man would be a sneeze. <laughs> uh, which, speaking of the old man from the the gas station in the beginning of this, he's like their keeper in part two. Like we find out that he's purposely sending people to very much like that in the hills sense. have eyes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which, you know, at first that's what I thought they were doing in this one, mm-hmm. except like when they come, when, you know, they come back he at hides. the end. Yeah, he hides from yeah. them. So I'm like, did he, does he just know of the cannibals? And he's like, I'll just let them do what they're going to do, right. you know. But in part two, he's kind of taking care of them. Like, you know he's, why? he's sending people out that way. He wants some dentures. <laughs> yes. Yep. They, well, they got enough. good dental insurance. They, they also <laughs> allude that he might have been part of the family at one point. Mm. Like, maybe him and Grandma had something going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it reminded me very much of The Hills Have Eyes, where we mm-hmm. had the the yeah. old dude like, yeah, no, go down this road. You know, There's no women folk in their cabin, like... Mm. Not anymore. Fuck the babies. There's just pieces of them. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, there's These no cannibals way. are the opposite of like widows. After the women give birth, the men kill the women. Uh, I mean, they are cannibals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in part two, there's a couple women folk, and uh, there's one I'm just gonna call Forehead because it looks mm. like she's got a barn on her head. Oh, now no. I need to, I need to know if I I honest to God I think I've only seen the first one. I would honestly okay if you guys enjoyed this one, which I I mean we'll obviously get to our our full mm. feelings on it. But um, if you guys like this one, I would recommend part two, only because it is really funny and Henry Rollins is awesome in that. Part three and four, I like them, but I could totally say skip them. Right. Um, I think they're worth it, but if, if you're not super into the wrong-term franchise. <laughs> part five, however, as low-budget as it is, it's a solid horror movie. There it is. Right on the YouTube. Yep. <laughs> Was it wrong turn two? Yep. Yep, Okay. I Definitely think I saw worth a watch. Almost all of them on YouTube. I'm going to see if Rom Turn Six is on here. Yeah, because if it's on there, I think I've seen. I've only seen maybe the first three. I I think I gave up after three. Hot damn, Son of Sam! It's on there. It's on there. All right. Oh. Well, there you go. Watch oh. it on there. That's what I'm watching this weekend. Guess Part what I'm six. doing before I go to bed tonight. Oh, I won't be doing it before bed. Oof. It might help <laughs> you sleep because it's it's pretty bad. Well, I got to start it too now. <laughs> Yeah, part six is definitely leaves a lot to be desired. Um, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm thinking of what you guys said when I was like, oh, I'm going to Lime Lake in Machias, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's not West yep. Virginia. It's not West and Virginia. And because of this movie, when we go through West Virginia, I'm like, just keep going. Yep. Just keep yeah. going. I she don't stop. Out. Don't turn around. Don't, don't do any. Don't, don't do speed, anything. Though. Yeah, <laughs> they'll pull you over five over in West Virginia. Really? I say, and you don't want to get pulled over by yeah. one of them cops. No, <laughs> but like, let me introduce you to one of my friends. <laughs> I've never, I've never driven through there, are... but I've heard enough stories where they will get you at like five. Yeah. So, and you don't want to get pulled over by West Virginia police. No. 
Especially you don't, you don't ever want to get pulled over out in the boonies. Like, no. <laughs> no. I've seen far too many horror yeah. movies for that. Live stream on Facebook if that ever happens. Yeah. Yes. Have a dash cam and have it going. Take your shroud down to the police station. <laughs> yeah, the police station down that dirt road right there. Yeah, past the creepy looking fucking cabin. Go past that. Past the car graveyard. Is that Dennis? <laughs> Don't sit next to Dennis. Everyone knows that. Uh, Did you guys see the thing I posted? Yes. How come none of the cannibals know ninja moves? They don't need to. They got all these cool weapons. Because wow. Cabin Fever was in a different area. In West yeah. Virginia, they don't practice kung fu. That's no. true. They practice hillbilly fu, which involves machetes. Stealing trees like fucking spider monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, we got to talk about that. So when they find their way to the, the ranger station, I, I will say this part actually scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. They get to the ranger station. There's that moment where you think they're safe. They're trying to call for help. And then they hear the hillbillies out in the woods. They look out and they see them walking through the woods with torches. Mm-hmm. So they get real quiet. And of course, that's when the radio keys up. like, hello, anybody there? How, yeah. how did the Three Stooges not see them up there? Right, because they had the fucking glowy glow and sticks. They showed it <laughs> yes. from down below. And yeah. it was glowing. Because right. as soon as they cracked those glow sticks, I'm like, oh, that was a mistake. Yep. And so I'm like, obviously they spotted them. Or if they didn't, they're running from you. Yeah. And here's a place where obviously someone could hide. Mm-hmm. And it almost seemed like they didn't even realize it was there until the radio went off. Because then the radio went off and they looked up. They're like, oh, 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 Now, I gotta say, only in West Virginia <laughs> are the mutants walking around with pitchforks and chasing normal people. Get out. It's a reverse Frankenstein. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, it is. Any other stories, any other time, that. it's normal people going after the weirdos with the pitchforks. Yeah. But in West Virginia, yeah. the weirdos, so, cannibals had the pitchforks What? and the lights. Oh my god, so the translation is really <laughs> them just getting vengeance yeah. for generations and generations of being bullied. Yeah. Yes. Or generations and generations of people having sex, not in their families. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. <laughs> oh my god. Do you remember, this is not natural. <laughs> do you remember when we were not like in high school? And people used to say shit like, if you can't keep it in your fans, keep can't keep it in your pants, keep it in your family. Yes. <laughs> they all have that they all have that t shirt. It's wear, tattooed across their belly. <laughs> they wear it at the family reunion. It's homemade. It's homemade. <laughs> Iron on letters. When, when you first started, I was like, this sounds like a Yakov Smirnoff bitch. <laughs> like, in West Virginia, hillbillies chase you. Like, you know? Yeah. Our apologies to anyone from West Virginia. No, there's no fucking apologies here. This isn't the Simpsons podcast. We don't apologize for our comments. And we also say, fuck, 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 any fuck, fuck. <laughs> also, can I say, for a man who probably lost a lot of blood, mm-hmm. that guy is doing fabulous. Oh, yeah. He's climbing watchtowers. Jumping he's, out into yeah. trees. Mm-hmm. Hobbling down he's behind waterfalls. He's doing real good. Yep. He's well, doing better well, than I would he do. He was a doctor, so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I and you, you walked the gorge on Sunday, so. Saturday. Saturday, that's right. I sure did. You did. But I was going to say, with the, the watchtower, so the, the hillbillies hear them. They start coming up the, the ladder. Uh, Jess and Chris barricade the entrance. And then the hillbillies just go away for a second. And His when hand I, got stuck, though. Yeah, Bye. that's true. Yeah. 
when I first saw this in the theater, I got that like deep sense of like unease when it got yeah. quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what are they gonna do? Yeah. At first, I thought, are they gonna start chopping the tower down? Oh no, it's worse. They light it on That's fire. What I so said. she says to me, they're gonna burn them out, and I mm-hmm. said. That is the dumbest thing they could possibly do because they're surrounded by trees. Right. And now like that Smokey is my big, says. big issue with this movie yep. is they lit that fucking thing on fire and yet there's no forest fire. Yeah. It was, and it, even when they're climbing in the trees, it's like the fire just went away. Susie has her hand up. It's because the trees surrounding are Ents and they have a pact with the cannibalistic <laughs> yeah. ah. See, I was just going to say Sawtooth peed it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the other one spit it out. Yeah, he, just, he ooked while three fingers just started peeing on it. Um, but no, so it's like it's burning, and Carly goes to jump out of the fucking tree. Should have let her. I love how well, I love how Jesse's like, no, don't do it. And he's she's like, I don't want to burn to death. It's better to die by falling. And Chris is like, no, she's right. We can just jump into those trees. It's only a few feet away. She's like, like 20 feet. Right. And it's like, yeah, no, that would be painful. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of cannibalistic hillbilly ents. <laughs> this is the uh, book that Tolkien didn't write. Right. <laughs> but no, so they jump into the fucking tree. As we said, they would have broken all the fucking ribs in their body. Mm-hmm. Especially doing the elbow drop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just I regret nothing. Macho Man was very proud, though. It was a very, <laughs> oh, yeah. very nice <laughs> That's how they sing that's how they sing John Denver. West Virginia, oh yeah. <laughs> how did they sing it in French? <laughs> wow. Oh Lord. Well my, my tongue uh, hurts from laughing. When they're in the tree, like they immediately get up and start like they're all expert climbers except Carly. Yes. Yeah. Like Chris is ha- he's like half dead and he's like, come on, through the trees, and he's just like leading well, the pack. You know, Elijah Dushku loves the outdoors. Yeah, so, so she, she spent a lot of time expert. like 40 feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, the she trees. probably does like logging competitions where like she spins on the log in the river. She's going up against Sawtooth. Yeah. He's <laughs> all pissed off. She's like, mm, mm, mm. That's why he went after her. Right? He's like, I'll show you second place my ass. <laughs> um, so, like, they just sent three finger up in the tree like a little monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're traipsing around like Swiss family fucking Robinson. Well, they're shooting arrows. They're trying to corral them. And, you know, they're, they're like, mm-hmm. going different ways. And, and then you see, like, they corralled them right back to three finger. Because, like, he jumps out and scares the shit out of them. And then poor Carly is like, she tries to get away and they're like, oh, we lost three finger. And then he pops up behind her with the axe and dead Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, it's, I know it was CG, but it looks so, so good. good. Yeah. Like, it, really good. it really yeah. looks really good. Do you think because she was such an annoying fucking bitch, they wouldn't eat her on principle? No, they were, they were eating her. Okay. Well, they seem <laughs> to they have got, a lot of food. Yeah, I was going to say, they have a lot of food and not a lot of space to store it. Well, they did have all those mason jars of questionable meat in the fridge. Mm -hmm. But that's what I mean. They already have so much. This is true. And they still have a whole Francine. (laughs) Still have a whole Francine. Well, not all. They did eat some. Yeah, there was an arm and a leg missing. Yeah. That's why they were so tired. And did they, like, barbecue that or just eat it raw? I I don't know why. I was like, how did they how did they prepare that? Well, we know they like stew because we saw that. <laughs> I think <candy. laughs> yeah. I think that eating little eating a raw francine is their version of sushi. Yeah, it's like it's like a good sashimi. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, 
No, like... <laughs> the leg... When you cut the leg up, it probably looks like a piece of, like, sashimi. <laughs> the, the tuna sashimi. Yeah. Um, they have a little soy sauce and... Yeah, a little wasabi. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they, have, they had all those mason jars of questionable meat. They were going to start right. a little roadside stand. Oh, you know, yes. with the, you know, oh, down-home yes. meats. <laughs> oh... Oh, Texas. That would be a crossover. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw chick- Massacre versus Long Term. West Virginia. <laughs> Fried chicken. <laughs> but so uh, we have, what is it? Jesse and Chris are the last two alive at this point. Mm-hmm. And I love his fucking acme trap. He pulls back the branches <laughs> yes. and he's like, can you hold this? She's like, I can move faster than you. And that's what I mean. They're up there like Swiss family fucking yeah, Robin. Right. And she's like, whoop, 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 whoop. And yeah. he just like gets a girl. Yep. They, they lure uh, Three Finger over and he's doing the little squirrely like pointing yeah. the knife at her. And then he's like, hey, asshole. <laughs> Let's go with right. the fucking branch and knocks his ass out of the tree. And he fucking survives. Yeah, yeah to, now, quote, uh, what, to quote, what's To quote Jeremy yeah. from CinemaSins. He survived that. Yep. (laughs) Now, they don't explain that until part four. How he survived? How they they are able to survive such punishment. So they are getting damaged. They just don't know it. Mm. Apparently, their pain receptors are all fucked. So they can't really feel pain. Because three finger, they show you how he has three fingers, too. He eats his own fingers. Oh. Um, Yeah, he's just sitting there gnawing away on them. But do they feel emotional pain? Well, clearly they do because they just want to be loved. Yes, you know. But but yeah, they 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 explain that away in that one. But I'm like, it still doesn't explain how they took so much damage and lived. Right. Like I get you going to keep going because you don't feel the pain. But how do you? But how do you survive? Internal. Well, because especially the way this ends, it's like, yes. how did you live? Right. Yes. You know? Okay, dude got arrowed in the back of the head by Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still got off. And, and I loved how he gets like, well, okay, so okay, we'll get there in a sec. So they end up, uh, they, they make it through the night. They do the whole waterfall thing, like we said. They're heading down toward Don't the road. Go, oh my God. I was just <laughs> thinking of that. <laughs> they, they, I love how they start to get down to the road, and he's like, "Come on, we gotta get down the embankment." And fucking Sawtooth pops up behind him, like starts chasing him, gets Eliza, like she's gone, right? But then he's still there chasing after Chris. Where did she go? And how the fuck did she get back to the cabin before Sawtooth when he was the one chasing him? Like, how did Chris survive that fall? Well, it's like he's he, a doctor. He, exactly. <laughs> he rolled down the, 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 the hill there. But I'm like, okay, so the cop car comes along. He tries to tell the cops, like, there's someone out here. They're killing everybody. And the cop's like, who's dead? And then he gets the arrow to the face. Mm-hmm. But I love it because he hides under the car. Like oh, Sawtooth comes a sideshow Bob. Right. Yep. <laughs> Sawtooth comes looking for him. And then we get that whole sequence where he, like, picks the keys up. And he's like, hmm? <laughs> like looking around, like he's looking in the back of the cop car, like where'd he go? And then he like peeks under the car, and of course Chris already vanished because he's a doctor. Um, <laughs> also magic. Yeah. You know what? This dude is a better doctor than House. I feel like we we've just come up with a new trope. It's just gonna be he's a doctor. That's why that happened. The dream child. He's a doctor. But um, he had the blackest eyes. So, God, this is a freaking, uh, you know, Sawtooth throws the body in the truck like, well, we got another one. 
gets in the cop car and starts to drive away, but not before fucking Chris rolls under, like you said, like yep, Sideshow side Bob, Bob, and holds on. And I'm like, wait a second. He did try to go through that cactus patch. It didn't end well. Uh, well that's, <laughs> I, now, I will give him, okay, he's on the road, and it was like an SUV, so it's like he's a little bit higher off the ground. But that cabin was not off the regular road. That was off a right. fucking dirt road. And plus, how do you have that much upper body strength? Right. Because he didn't like, it didn't look like he wrapped his legs around anything. No. He was just holding himself up. Ryan was so mad at that, he was like, I have to rewind this so you can see it. <laughs> because I was taking notes, I'm like, what? And he's like, look. And I go, how does he have the upper body strength? Plus, how does he do that? And just how easily he does, he's just like. Yep. He pulls himself up like no big deal because I'm a doctor. Doctor. Yep. There it is. I didn't know that going in, but now right. I know. Now you know. I know better. He was a doctor. So they get to the fucking cabin. I love it because when they get there, he just like lets go and rolls away. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? it's like again. Keep in mind, this guy has a bullet in his leg yes. still. <laughs> Several broken ribs. Right. You know, got the shit kicked out of him by a hillbilly. But so we go into the cabin and we see Eliza's all tied up, getting. Fucking teased by a old one eye. He's like, just poking at her. <laughs> but they drag the body and they start prepping the cop. They start chopping him up. Right. They cut his head right off. <laughs> and I will say, anytime they did the chopping, the mm-hmm. sounds, the foley oh, yeah. work for that, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, clean- foley work like I do? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> they weren't cleaning him here. <laughs> But I, I love it because he, he points, Sawtooth points at, at Eliza, and old One Eye comes at her with a knife, like, well, your time to go. Right. You know, and then, you know, the, the door starts on fire, and they just look at it like, well, how'd that happen? <laughs> and then in comes fucking Chris with the cop car and runs over One Eye. Here comes the cavalry. <laughs> I laughed so hard when he hit that dude. He was just yes, like, Merp. I actually did too. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so then we get the Sawtooth Chris fight. Uh, while freaking Eliza's trying to get free and she gets the bow and arrow and shoots Sawtooth in the back of the head and I love his reaction. He grabs his head like, huh? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> he looks so confused. She is a vampire slayer after all. This is true. So. <laughs> She's very proficient with those weapons. <laughs> so, you know, and then of course, friggin' three finger pops out. They hit him with the hatchet. He goes down. They go to get out as all three of them are like, nope, not dead yet. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm feeling much better, actually. <laughs> That's why you thought one of them was going to speak the Queen's English. <laughs> but I love Chris. At this point, he is beat the fuck up. He grabs freaking one-eye shotgun. They wa- they limp outside. Mm-hmm. He's holding it down at his hip. And she's like, shoot him. He's like, I got one bullet left. How? How do you know that? Right. Like, first of all, you didn't shoot anything yet. So right. how do you know? Right. Second of all, you didn't Well, there was aim. one shot. Because remember, they tried to shoot and went up into the ceiling. That is true. Okay, double barrel. Okay, gotcha. But here's the thing. He holds it by his hip. Mm -hmm. He doesn't aim. He just looks at the gas can and is like, (laughs) pow. What a lucky shot. I know. The only thing he needed was he needed some sort of like, he needed some catchphrase at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Cannibal this, you know. (laughs) But I love the fact that it explodes like the entire house was made of dynamite. (laughs) Like it just goes up in a giant ball. And you see how the two of them are like, they just get like thrown to the (laughs) side. Yeah, I said one shot left. Well, that was certainly a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I 
oh also my God. like how um, Elijah Dushku was like trying to get some compassion from old one eye. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, please don't kill me. You don't want to kill me. He's like, yeah, but I do. He's like, but yeah, yeah. here's my knife. Look, yeah. it's shiny. I'm gonna cut you. At least she didn't try to use her feminine wiles. That's Shane true. actually goes. He goes. Well, next round of next round of chitlins coming. <laughs> Watch unmasked. What was it part twenty seven? I think unmasked. Yeah, unmasked part twenty seven. Which you just said. Yeah, that happens. Unmasked. What is that? It's a parody slasher movie that. A woman uses her feminine wiles on a slasher. And it's oh. disturbing. <laughs> it's a very funny movie. Um, but yeah, so after they, on the after they escape, uh, they drive back to the old gas station. And I love it because Chris just hobbles out like half dead, tears down the map, gets back in the car. Yeah. And Eliza's like, okay, we're going home. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the end. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But wait, there's yes. more. <laughs> We see the poor schlub who goes to investigate the fucking napalm fire in the <laughs> Yep, the which oddly is all done, though. Right, it's just you like, see, like, cinders. Yeah. Like, but he goes in, and he's looking around. You see pieces of people, and then you hear the... <laughs> he turns around, and it's, it's charred three-finger, and he kills him with the hatchet, and then we get the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not a... Um, it's it's not Shakespeare. It's, no. it's, it's very basic, but it's entertaining. I think I'm going to watch Wrong Turn. I think I'm going to start watching Wrong Turn movies on my phone at work. I mean, I, like I said, I liked them all. I, part six is the only one that I would say is shit. Like, they, they all have their moments of like, wow, that was bad. Mm-hmm. But the, the part part six, I just, there was nothing redeeming for me. Um, the rest of the franchise, they all have stories that I like. So... So, Reese, can we talk music? <laughs> what about that kick-ass soundtrack? Like, it, was, it was definitely of the era. Am I right? I don't mind like Queen's Stone Age. Benjamin. Yeah, when it was on the stereo, I'm like, wait, is that Queen's of the Stone Age? And then, yeah, and then, of course, Breaking Benjamin at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it could be worse. It could be that what's the movie we saw that the band sounded like Creed. And I thought they were crazy. Was it Darkness Falls? <laughs> and it was Darkness Falls. The, the cra- yeah, because that was the one thing I agreed with you guys on. Was yeah. that the music was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and granted, there wasn't a lot of it no. in this movie. But. I didn't hate the music in this, though. No. Like, but, I mean, it definitely puts you, like, listening to the music, you're like, okay, I know exactly when this movie was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, no, it, it's, yeah it puts you in the air. Uh, yeah. The eyebrows. I knew exactly when that movie was. <laughs> yep. The scariest well, the thing about this the movie jeans. Were the eyebrows? Why were our eyebrows so thin? Early <laughs> odds. Why? I and saw the were thin. The eyebrows were thin. <laughs> everyone thought, "Hey, that's a good look." <laughs> this pencil thin yes. eyebrow. As long as you're not drawing them in, that's the worst. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you can have a different expression every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm angry. <laughs> like just erasing it and putting yeah. one up. Yes. You know? So I am the rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, overall, I would definitely recommend this movie, uh, especially if you like slasher films. It's a fun movie. It is. It's, yeah. it's nothing new. Like, I mean, right. if you've seen slashers out in the woods, you've seen a Friday the 13th movie, you kind of know what to expect. If you've seen Just Before Dawn, this does not fall far from the tree. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We did it. Give this man an award. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie though? Just before dawn, Mm-mm. 
I, you know, I've wanted to get it on here for a long time now. It's very much like Audition in the sense that I would say most of the movie is boring, but the end is like, holy fuck, what just happened? <laughs> like, it's one of those things. Because, like, it got banned for a while, which is why I immediately bought it when they finally took it off the ban list. I'm like, I gotta see what all the fuss was about. And I'm watching this movie going, okay, it's, it's your normal fucking slasher in the woods. Like, this is, you know, and then they get to, like, the last ten minutes, and I'm like, that's fucked up. Holy shit, okay. <laughs> is gotcha. that called Before Dawn? Yeah, just Before Dawn. Just Before Dawn. I'm going to consult the bones and it's, see if it's, it's streaming. A, it's a solid flick. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what, what, what does everyone think about this? Like, would, would you, after watching this, would any of you attempt to watch the sequels other than Susie? You know what? I would. Yeah? I would. My only problem with this, and it's super petty, is Elijah Dushku always sounds like she has strep throat. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. She really, really does. And I'm like, have you seen a doctor? <laughs> I need a lozenge. <laughs> I'm a vampire slayer. I also like Marlboro. <laughs> when did this movie come out? 1981? Uh, just before? Yeah, I think so. Was that early 80s or late 70s? I can't remember. So one thing I will say that was good about this movie is the length of it I thought was just right. Oh yeah, like it they wasn't waste time. like mm-hmm. you know yeah it didn't waste time and there really wasn't any parts where it drag it drug along or anything right. like that mm-hmm. like it was pretty well paced yeah. oddly enough for like a horror movie and um, so I will definitely say that was one of the positives to it yeah um, there's some like we said I mean I think there's some pretty good good kills in this movie oh hell yeah some of the visuals were pretty cool and I will say like it definitely had that effect on me when you're watching it and you're like. And you're getting all tensed up yep. and everything like that. Like I said, that whole scene in the cabin. And I have seen this before, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think I rented it after it came out shortly after or something. But I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. So, but I will say, like, for that, definitely, like, this would be something, you know, that I would say, like, hey, you know, I mean, if you enjoy this type of genre, you know, I'm oh, not yeah. just going to say for anyone, go ahead and watch oh, no. it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend this to my yeah, mom. This isn't for everyone, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if, if you like horror films, you like slasher films, like, yeah, I, I think it's a fun ride. Yeah. And, and like I said before, I, I did appreciate some of the, the nods to realizing what's happening and mm-hmm. being a little more cautious and not just jumping into something like, yes, you ultimately get there anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But right. still the fact that, and you know, there's a few times, you know, obviously this is not super original, but the fake jump scares, like mm-hmm. the paddle jumps out at him and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the, the drop the CD and, and, oh, I'm fine, you yeah, know, that type yeah. of thing. But still, it kind of like, you think something's going to happen and it doesn't. Right. And like, I kind of appreciate that, so. Well, and at the time that this came out, that was still kind of new. Like, that was something that we didn't see a lot of. Right. Um, like, we saw it in the Scream movies, and then there were a handful of other copycats that were like, oh, let's do the fake-out jump scare. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't extremely prevalent. Um, and the one thing, like you said, and you mentioned the pacing, the thing I really like about this is by the 20-minute mark, we're already at the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so we've already gotten, like, four death scenes in that first 20 minutes, right. and then we're right there as the cannibals, and they're chasing them for the rest right. of the movie. I also like the fact that these... Kids aren't, eh, except for Mr. Doctor, like, they don't try to act like they're the smartest people in the room. No. They're just, uh, Scott won't shut up about the wedding. Right. (laughs) About eloping. (laughs) Don't use the E word. (laughs) I could have done without all the tree stuff, though. 
I thought there was a little too yeah. much with the trees and jumping around. And like I said, it was bothering me that nothing else was burning. Yeah. So, like, for me, <laughs> like, I think it would have been fine, like, as an escape. But I feel like there was a little bit too much time yeah. devoted to the trees. I don't know. I want to see the uh, 20 minutes of cut footage of them climbing down that fucking tree to get to the right. waterfall. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. No, they just jumped again. <laughs> They jumped from branch to branch like fucking Olympic gymnastics. Eliza just patted her elbow and fucking dropped. Yep. <laughs> oh. They landed man. on three finger. Right. <laughs> Cushioned the blow. He's already laying down there. They're like, drop on him quick. Use him like a mattress. <laughs> and whenever, fly snooker. whenever someone lands on him, he. <laughs> <laughs> Gives the elbows, he. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! But there's there's not a, a ton of uh, of trivia here. Maurice already mentioned the one about um, Carly dislocating her shoulder, and I was pretty fucked up. Um, apparently, a lot of the cast and crew got covered in poison ivy during the filming of this, oh. so that's always fun. Um, also, we we got to mention Stan Winston because he was the guy behind the makeup for this. Mm-hmm. And apparently before he was involved, the makeup was trash. Really? So they got him involved. And what he did is he actually looked at a bunch of medical textbooks mm-hmm. about specific deformities that happen with inbreeding. Um, which is why a lot of the deformities that they have, they're, they look so grotesque because it's based on what actually That's happens. That's really cool. Yeah. Like he, he went, he did a lot of work on that. And I remember when this first came out, there was a Fango article interviewing him. And he was talking about just like how creepy it got studying the the source material he was like he was shocked by a lot of the the stuff that happens to the human body um so i thought that was really fucking cool now did you have any thoughts on the fact that like like i don't know how really how i feel about it because it seemed like they didn't really show as i like to recall them the three stooges right they don't really show them that much a lot of times it's kind of shadowed and Mm -hmm. you know so like and i don't I can't really decide if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I like, think I mean, it for helps. Stan Winston, of course, I feel it's a bad thing because he's not really showing everything he did. Right. But it also kind of helps with that creepiness factor and stuff like that, too. But I feel that that helps with believability. Because, like, a lot of times when you shine the light on the monster, you see the zipper. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And right. unfortunately, in the sequels, they really shine the light. It's like, oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's a... Uh, I think by part three, it looks like they're just wearing spirit Halloween masks. Like, yeah. it's it's bad. <laughs> right. It's because Stan um, Winston was no. dead by then. It's, well, yeah, I, mean, I don't think he, he would even be involved with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, I, I do appreciate that. In fact, this is something I've discussed uh, with, with Mike O'May, where we've talked about, like, the fidelity of old horror movies and how sometimes, like, the graininess, the scratchiness of those old mm-hmm. movies actually helps to sell the effect. Because um, when you see some of those movies in 4K, like we talked about with The Burning, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, that looked good in 1980-something, right. but uh, now we can see it's a dude in a motorcycle outfit. Yep. <laughs> like, that's, that's not, that's not Cropsy. Um, but yeah, it was, it, I don't know, I, I like it. The few times like we see Sawtooth up close, like when we saw, see his face, mm-hmm. like that was pretty good. Like I right. like the makeup on that. Um, a few other little credits here, or uh, trivia here. Is this the only film in the entire series that does not contain any nudity? Mm. <laughs> so, oh yeah, there's no there's, tits. There was a implied sex scene, yes. like we right. see the jeans come off, but that's it. It cuts away. It Every comes other back movie, immediately. like I said, that was a very quick. They oh. had a real quick. Uh... <laughs> but she should have worked up an appetite. She sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he was a two pump chump. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> he was, well, you know, he really got him going. The three finger was watching in the woods. He's <laughs> like, oh, it's my kink. Inbred hillbilly's watching me go. Oh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, and apparently, now, I didn't catch this on the radio. I, I probably should go back and re-listen to it. But in Chris's car, uh, before he puts in the CD, apparently, like, there's the, the um, or, I'm sorry, no, it's, it's after the CD pops out. You the hear... Hunkers. What's that? The Hikers. The Hikers before he puts a CD in. And when okay. it, it pops out and you get, like, the static and then the clip of the radio, apparently there's a preacher saying, if you plant your seed into your own kin, you anger God. Really? So that's, they said it's it's very distorted, but it's in there because, like, hey, yeah, they're, they're fucking their family. So it's like, <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's it's definitely a fun flick. Definitely would recommend it. But uh, I think we're going to wrap this up here. Um, so anyone that's listening, we have stuck to the new format now for two episodes. We're trying to stick with it. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you like it. We're having a lot of fun with it. Uh, but we do want to know what the listeners think. So, you know, shoot us over an email at our social medias, uh, The Boogeyman's Closet, on both Facebook and Instagram. Maurice handles our Twitter. And what is that good, sir? At Boogeyman's the. Thank you very much. We also have a Patreon. It's $3 a month for all of our unedited episodes. The higher tiers will get you stuff in the mail, birthday picks, etc., etc. We are part of the Rad Pantheon Network. Uh, It's radpantheon.com and Rad Pantheon on all the socials. Check that out for other podcasts like this and a lot of cool artists and musicians doing rad stuff. Uh, Corey and Brian, I'd like to toss it over to you because you guys are part of the Rad Pantheon. Where can people find you? Uh, You can find us pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts. And uh, we are So It's Come to This. A Simpsons Family Podcast. And as we've said before, if you haven't heard before, basically we started it as a podcast with our our children, where we were kind of looking at uh, the Simpsons television show between different eyes, adults, and kids. Um, Unfortunately, the kids kind of aged out. No, they didn't. Or some of them just don't want to do it anymore. They said, you suck, (laughs) and and they left. Yeah. That's how it happened. So we we, um, brought in our friend Patrick, who is a lifelong Simpsons fan like myself and Corey. And uh, he's helping us out with it now, but we kept the name because we're like we're still keeping it family friendly. So. Yep. Well, fuck that. And that's why we're doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good fit. I I, I do you. enjoy the dynamic. And so, but yeah, you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. So. What about Twitter? We don't talk about Twitter. <laughs> what about the Instagram? Uh, we are on Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod. Yes. And they will be tagged in our in our Instagram post when I do get back around to posting on Instagram more regularly. <laughs> I've been very bad about that lately. Um, it, it's up on the feed, so the podcasts are coming out normal. But I sometimes forget to post on Instagram. Yep. I've done. Um, so, <laughs> but for anyone that wants to watch our next movie before we cover it, oh, oh, I know what it's called. <laughs> Go ahead. Paris got head. <laughs> No, no, this is the other One Night in Paris. Oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> this is episode 188, House of Wax from 2004. Oh, oh no! <laughs> so we're, weird we're still in that early 2000s phase. Chad Michael Murray. Yep, there yeah. are a lot of He's them. He's from Buffalo. <laughs> he is. From he, Clarence, actually. He loved puka shell necklaces. Yes. <laughs> Who didn't back then? Those Me. damn puka shell necklaces. <laughs> yes, I didn't either. I hated those things. <laughs> They went now, with Bajas and Patrulli. See, now, I liked Bajas <laughs> the way they looked. I hated wearing them because they were itchy as fuck. <laughs> but, now, I will say this real quick before we get out of here. Uh, 
for anyone that hasn't seen House of Wax, it's worth the watch just for the gore alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, there are some truly good gory moments. But they call it a remake of House of Wax. It's, I'm going to say this not. on the show when we cover it. Go watch Tourist Trap <coughs> and then watch House of Wax and tell me that House <laughs> of Wax 2004 is not a remake of Tourist Trap. Mm-hmm. It's... Like, almost scene for fucking scene. Right. (laughs) So, but anyway, we're going to close this one here. So, as always, this is Mike saying goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We'll smell you later. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard... Follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Get your, get your, get your.